and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. The podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. You guys, I am so excited for this episode, and I am so excited to introduce you to one of my favorite women on this planet, truly, Kate Taylor. Kate is a friend of mine. She has been styling all of my photo shoots for years, the last few years, which is crazy. Um, She's just the best. She's truly, truly the best. Kate and I met in the very beginning of my business, um, gosh, probably midway through my first year, actually, which is crazy. We met at um, an event and we did a mastermind together after that. And then we've met each other in person many times since. And I just love her. Every time I'm with her, she just, she's incredible, you guys. And you're going to see in this episode, one thing Kate does not give herself enough credit for is she is, in my opinion, a manifesting genius. She She's going to hit you with so many truth bombs of just like taking your power back, working with the universe, going for what you want, what that really requires. And while we're going to talk style and photo shoots in this episode, because the difference between when I did my photo shoots and styled myself versus when I had Kate come in and make sure everything was perfect and on brand and next level, which we're going to talk about, that has been amazing. So we're going to talk about that. But I also really wanted to bring Kate on to talk about building a successful, profitable online business that's not being a business coach. Because I get that question all the time. Can I be successful? Can I be as successful as you? Can I be as successful as the other business coaches if I'm not a business coach? And Kate is proof of this. There are so many women that are proof of this, but Kate has built a successful six and multiple six-figure styling business. She has been doing multiple six-figure years in her business. And last year during the pandemic, she made a half a million dollar year. What? So that's what I'm really excited for her to share with you. So whether you want to go into styling, you are a stylist, or maybe you're not a stylist at all. If you're a business coach, if you're some other type of coach, there is going to be so much value in this episode for you. So let's dive in. I'm so honored to introduce you to the one and the only Kate Taylor. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I am here with one of my most favorite people ever, Kate Taylor. Hi, (laughs) Kate. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It is like such a total joy to be here. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So you guys, Kate, 
we've been, we've been like intertwined in so many ways. We've been in masterminds <laughs> together. We've had some of the same coaches and mm-hmm. I've hired Kate many times to do styling for me, like in general for shoots, for events I've held. And she, it's always an amazing experience. So I'm excited to talk about that today and style in your business. Um, but also she teaches stylists how to be stylists and how to grow their stylist business. So we're going to talk about that as well. So we're going to talk about so many different things. I'm super <laughs> excited. Um, so most basic question ever, but this will get us started. Okay. Tell <laughs> us, Kate, in your own words, who you are. And like, my bigger question is like, how did you become the you you are today? Oh my gosh. That is, that's a big one. That's yeah, a big question. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I love it. There's, I love that you and I just go like right in for it. Even when we're hanging out, we're just like, let's go for it. We don't do surface. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah. So I'm Kate Taylor. So if I haven't met you guys that are listening, hello, nice to meet you. Um, and a little bit about me is, uh, yeah, I am a fashion stylist, been a fashion stylist for seven years. And I also train and mentor other fashion stylists to be successful. Um, I think the most interesting part about that is I became a fashion stylist by way of almost going to medical school. So I always joke and say the natural way of doing it, right? Like it makes no sense, but, um, yeah, I how I got to where I am and and who I am is basically at a very early age I knew I was called to help people and serve people and I had a favorite cousin um who was a doctor and she was my world. I thought she was the best thing ever, so I just immediately was like, cool. So if I become a doctor, I'm like Debbie and also I'm helping people. So done and done. So that was my track for most of my life. I was in, you know, pre-med courses in college. I went to grad school and all of a sudden, and I was doing fashion beauty on the side for free, which most stylists start to do just free stuff. And then I was like, crap, this is what I want to do. I don't want to go to medical school. So I left the science side, although it's really fun to see. I, I tend to attract a lot of science nerds, which make me very happy. Makes me very happy. And yeah, just started, um, training other under other makeup artists and stylists, and then started my own gig and just really have always, I've always loved fashion, but more so than fashion, I've always loved empowering other people, especially women, especially female entrepreneurs with confidence and understanding that they are a powerhouse of empowerment. And if we can just get them seen and confident and showing up on camera, on the pictures and, and all of those words, all of those ways, they can connect with their clients more and really have more transformation. So that always let me up. And then um, a quick insight into why I started teaching students is I basically, when I started my business and started working in fashion, there was just this like, co-collective agreement that to be in fashion, you have to struggle and suffer. And I just, there was something in me, even though I had grown up in a family that, you know, could really use to do some money mindset work. (laughs) I still knew inside of me that that was, that wasn't it. That's not the vibe. Like it's the vibe is to, to feel abundant. And so when that was the theme of like, oh, well, you just have to suffer, suffer and struggle for years until you finally make it. I just was like, well, that just sounds like BS. That doesn't even sound logical. And 
decided that I was going to be successful at it in all the different areas, in-person, virtual, group, photo shoot, styling. And then once I was, I was going to teach and train others how to be successful. So that's how it all came about. That's kind of who I am. And I've trained other under other coaches and mentors, some that Taylor and I have shared together and just learned a lot about the, the transformation that's possible in every, every avenue of, of someone's journey. So that, that's what really lights me up. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I just wanted to say, I feel like working with you and I mean, I would say working with a stylist in general, but I've only worked with you. So I don't know for sure. (laughs) Probably not, but like working with you every single time has been so cool. And, um, I just remember like the last time being at, I mean, your house in Boston, now you're in um, LA, but it was like such a cool experience because like the morning of that photo shoot, I was like journaling about the last photo shoot that we had together and everything that had changed in between then. And I'm like sitting on your couch in your living room, you're like taking care of everything for me, being the best host in the whole world. (laughs) And I'm just like mind blown at how much had transformed in between then. And I, I love those photo shoots because they just capture um, you're like, it's like the, the vibe that you're in now, but like the vibe you're stepping into. And I think that that's something that's really hard to do on your own because Mm -hmm. I mean, and you're like, there's so many incredible things I could say about you, Kate, but you're so intuitive too with it that it's like, I feel like you can see my next level self along Mm -hmm. with me and you can see her in some ways even better than I can. Cause it's like, Mm -hmm. you're not seeing her through my lens where I'm being hard on myself or seeing where I'm falling short. Like (laughs) you're you're just seeing her and you're, you can see what she wears. You can see how she shows up and it's, it's just such a good experience. So that's why I've hired you again and again, and we'll continue to. And I'm, I think sometimes it's hard to kind of like answer that question. Like, why should someone have a stylist? But if that makes any sense at all, that is why you should. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the other piece about that, like it's, that's such a good point. And and it's also what I try to train and teach um, my students is it's, it's our job as a stylist to bring someone to their next level, because if you hire a stylist and they're just picking out what you're already wearing, like, what's the point in that? There's, you're wasting time and money by doing that. So it's our job to, to pull you to the next level. But I love that you mentioned the intuition because it is a gift and it is a talent and styling is a gift and it is a talent, but anyone with this gift of intuition, I just, I would lovingly invite them to lean into it because that's where the transformation happens. And that's by the way, where it gets to be easy. I see all these stylists, you know, struggling with, I just don't know where to find this piece and that piece. And it's like, you're making this harder than it needs to be. Right. Like, and same with clients that will come to me and say, you know, I want to have these pictures and I want to look like this. And I just don't think it's possible. And it's like, let me take care of what's possible and not possible. Like that's my job first and foremost. And secondly, anything you want is possible because you want it. That's the only, the only reason we need to know is you want it. And that means it's possible. So if it's if you're saying, I want the next level version of you, I'm going to ask you some questions and figure out what that means. And then it's almost, it's the coolest thing. And (laughs) Taylor, I remember when we first started working with one of our business coaches at the, that we used to work with together and they were saying, um, you know, what's, what makes you different or what's the journey or, you know, how, 
how are you different from other stylists? And I didn't even see it in myself at the time. It was just like, well, I don't know. I don't think there's anything different, but really it is like, it's almost like a movie. When you tell me like in this last shoot we did, you told me, well, here's what's going on. And and here's what I want to to bring out. It's almost like I see the pieces coming together in my brain (laughs) and my team makes fun of me. I've got Audrey, my director of styling. When I see people on video or in person, um, I like to think that I'm part cat because I love cats, but I also, <laughs> this is like a little bit of a dog in me. I'll, I'll look at people and I'll kind of like cock my head to the right. And, <laughs> and you know, you've seen me do this and it's like, I'm actually envisioning what it looks like on them when I do that. And Audrey will just like, have to look at the client and be like, she's just envisioning it on you. It's okay. Cause I'm just like staring at the person and I don't realize it's awkward. Cause I'm like actually seeing what's going on, but they're just seeing me stare at them with my head tilted to the right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's really, it is a gift and it is a talent. So even outside of the word of, world of styling, if you're making it harder than it needs to be in whatever you're doing and it just feels hard or like a suffering situation, or it feels like a struggle, lean more into your intuition because your soul and your source know they already know. And you just got to listen, you know? I love that. You have so much wisdom. I feel like I just love that about you. And oh my God, yes, I've seen you do that face a million times. Like <laughs> with your head cocked to the side, like I know what you're doing now. Cause I've only seen you do it a million times. Like yeah. FaceTime calls in the middle of actually shopping together. And yeah. <laughs> now you're now you're like comfortable to just stand there and be like, okay, I'm just gonna wait for her to figure it out. But at first, it's like, what? <laughs> the first time, it's like, what is it? Terrible? Should I take it off? <laughs> is it that bad? Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but I love what you're saying too because this just applies to anyone, and that's a little bit what I want to talk about. Like, um it's been really cool to see you step into helping other people grow styling businesses, especially because how you've done it, it's like you got to do it out of like a passion beyond mm-hmm. just like a passion for fashion. It's like, which I didn't mean mm-hmm. to rhyme, but um, <laughs> don't think I haven't used that, <laughs> but like a passion, like to help people and serve people and help them step into their next level self and use your intuition. So I kind of just, I mean, this question's funny and I get it all the time, but I just want to hear your reaction to it and what you have to say. But can someone who doesn't teach business and doesn't teach how to make money, make good money in their business? No, only business coach. No, I'm kidding. Yes, of course. Of course, of course. This is such a great question. And Honestly, I love that. I love that we're talking about it because when I first started my fashion styling business, I was looking around for mentorship and support and like, you know, I knew, I knew how to style, but it was like, I don't know how to scale a business. I don't know how to, you know, get more clients and how to keep it consistent and all the things that people really want. And I was just seeing business coaches for business coaches. And I was like, oh gosh, this is not, that's not what I am. I'm in the world of, you know, this creative world and this industry where it's constantly changing and moving. And and every one of my days looks different. No day looks the same as it looked yesterday, which I love. I mean, that just plays into my human design in a big way, but, um, and who I am as a human, but I literally had to go learn from business coaches and just kind of pull out what they were saying and translated into my business, right? Because there was no one really teaching creatives how to be 
successful, especially in the world of fashion styling, because it seemed like, oh, that's just for celebrities or that's so far off, or there's no money in it. Like these were all the things I were, I was hearing and I was just committed to proving otherwise. So is there a possibility to make money outside of business coaching? Absolutely. I mean, we made over half a million dollars last year and that was large in part to fashion styling. So, you know, it, the, the point here is you got to figure out what you're passionate about. You got to figure out what lights you up and what your calling is. If you're meant to serve other people or empower other people or make some sort of a beautiful product that makes other people's lives better, look, all you got to do is figure out that you are providing a service or you are answering a call or you are meeting a need and then everything falls into place. Those people, I mean, think about, you know, the designer of BMW or the designer of you know, Tesla, obviously, like they're not worried about, oh gosh, I'm not a business coach. You know what I mean? They know that their product is meeting a need. It's answering a call. It's like providing a service for people in a way that they, they need, they need whatever cost of car you've got. So of course there's money and it doesn't just have to be in products. It doesn't just have to be in service. It really has to be what you are lit up by, what you feel called to do and you saying yes to it and not living in the preferences. That's the biggest thing. If you know that you, you're called to do something, but you're just doing something else because you're like, I can't make money in that thing I really want to do, well, then you're living in the preferences. But if you make a decision, you make an actual decision that it's this and nothing else, you burn the boats, you take the island, then you're going to have it you, and everything will fall in line. You'll get the mentorship, you'll get the support, you'll get the guidance, all the things you need. That's, that's the how, that stuff comes, but you got to make a decision first. And then of course you'll have money and success in what you feel called to do. I love that. There's a couple things you said that really stood out to me. And the first one is um, like, you didn't let it stop you from getting support and a mentor or honestly beyond that, just going for it, that you didn't see someone actually teaching how to do it. And now for oh, stylists, yeah. there is someone who teaches how to do it. You. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you still, cause I think there's a lot of people and this might be other stylists. This might be people who, um, want to do health coaching or relationship coaching. And it's like, they're like, well, should I work with this person? Cause they're not really speaking to me. And I mean, maybe sometimes you shouldn't, maybe sometimes you should, but what's your advice on that? Cause I know you've invested a lot in growing your business. And I know a lot of that has been in, um, not necessarily someone who's directly creating all of their stuff towards your type of business. Yeah. And not, and not actually not ever with someone who is creating their, their content towards my business. I'm always kind of been the outlier mm-hmm. and, and I'm okay with that because, you know, it challenged me to just say, Kate, it's your responsibility. Like uh, living in this place of, well, no one's teaching what I want to, what I want to learn. So I guess I just give up. Like, that's just being a princess. That's just saying like, "Mm, I want someone to do it for me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you got to spoon feed it to me, but like being an actual CEO and running a company is saying, I'm going to sauce it out. I'm going to figure out whatever I got to do. I'm going to get whatever information I can get. I read books all the time. Like right now I'm reading a book by a guy who built a tech company. I'm not doing anything that, that I'm, I don't even know how to write a simple code to like and put an enter box or whatever. See, <laughs> I don't even know the words. Like, it's like, I don't know that stuff, but I, there are lessons I can learn. There are always lessons you can learn in every single thing that happens to you or doesn't happen to you. 
And one of the things I learned from my mentor is to, is to really ask, or one of my mentors is to really ask, why am I so glad this is happening? Or what lesson can I learn from this? Cause that's our responsibility. And, you know, working with someone who's not exactly in your industry to me, because I've done that the whole time, you know, it's like, that doesn't matter. What you need to look for is, is this person doing something that I am lit up by? The way that they are living their life, the way they are running their business, am I lit up by it? Is it something that I am aspiring to be? Does it feel like a breath of fresh air to work with them? If the answer is yes, you got to go with that. That leans back again on your intuition. You got to go with your gut and know that you're going to learn something from that person. I mean, there's been coaches I've worked with that have been total rock stars and others where I'm like, okay, I, I learned what I wanted to learn and now it's time to move on. And I'm not, you know, sad about any of it. I'm so thankful and grateful for every coach I've worked with because it, every single one of them was another stepping stone to get to where I am now. So if you're not finding someone who is teaching and training exactly what you do, then p- pull on your big girl pants put on your CEO hat and do it anyway and figure out what are the nuggets for me? How can I translate that into my business? How can I make that clear for what I want to do? And then if you feel called like I did to start creating something for your industry, then do it. I mean, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Cause it was like, you know, I think there are stylists out there that would love to learn from another practicing stylist on how I got success and and how we're continuing to get success and have grown every single year, especially during a pandemic, right? Like there's, and I couldn't have done that without these other coaches leading and guiding me in, in the ways that they've learned. Yeah. And even if, even if someone does come to you now, who is a stylist, it's like, they can replicate a lot of what you've done and they can learn a lot of exact things, but hopefully they're not just there to replicate your entire business. Cause that's not how it works. Even when I work with clients who have really similar businesses to me and we're just really similar people, which I love them. So they are usually end up feeling like soul sisters. We're so alike, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. but still you're not here to build my business. You're here to build your business. Exactly. So always being open to doing it differently than your mentor. I mean, that's even something I've learned being a business coach, working with business coaches is do not give your power away and yep. it's okay. You can actually have a really aligned mentor and they say some stuff where it's like so perfect and like, you know, thank God we had this call. Cause that is exactly it. You're such a genius. And then other times you'll talk to your mentor and it will just feel like, uh-uh, that actually yep. doesn't feel right for me at all. And yep. that's good. Cause you learn either way you're learning what's right or what's not right for you. I agree with that so much. And I tell my students that similar, you know, not the exact wording, but similar all the time, obviously, I mean, you, you would be amazed by the things that people ask us like, well, why would you teach and train stylists? You're just you know, you're, you're training your competition. And I'm like, well, when you live in a world of abundance, there is no competition. (laughs) Like there's 9 billion people in this world. I'm pretty sure if I'm teaching and training thousands of stylists, we're still good. But regardless, every single, even every single styling business is different. I, we had a training call yesterday where I said, every one of your businesses are, is different because every one of you is working with an ideal client because everyone on earth is different right? And so you might have one grouping of people and your styling business might be focused on new moms. Now, Cindy Lou, who over here, her business might be focused on male entrepreneurs. Like everyone's got a different focus and you should, that's your ideal client. And it makes your business different and unique. So you're spot on. No one's building the exact same business. 
And also under that same token, I see these people that get so pissed off when it's like, oh my God, they're doing what I'm doing. And I just want to say to them, there's nothing new under the sun. So you got a download and you got an idea and you're running with it. That's great. That means your people need to see and hear it and want to learn it from you. If you see someone else doing it, okay. Like there's, it's not, there's nothing new under the sun. So just allow yourself to lean into your own business and stop looking around at who's doing what and how are they doing it? And that means I need to do it that way too, or that's not as good. Like this comparisonitis will keep us stunted and in a place of no growth if we allow it. Oh my gosh. So true. Another thing that you said earlier, right from the get-go was you use the word committed. And yeah. that's something that I've been talking about more recently. It, it, it's kind of like a word that came through on my own journey of like committing to not even like for me, and this is kind of a different concept than you, but I just feel called to share it. It's like not even committing just to getting to a certain income level, but it's committing to a certain, what I've just been calling like a vibe, like my business feeling a certain way, whatever feeling I'm leaning into, whatever way I'm feeling into of things working out for me, I'm Mm -hmm. committed to getting to that point. I'm committed to changing my energy. And Mm -hmm. it's like taking that timeline out of it and, and all that, that stuff. But yeah, this word commitment has been coming up a lot for me and clients. And you, um, you know, you talked about, um, when you were starting your, your styling business, it's like, well, the only people who have stylists are celebrities. And you said that you mm-hmm. committed to making that not true, right? Creating a styling Absolutely. business for someone that you were going to work with. So I just love that. And I think that's what people need to hear from this. Like whatever type of business you have, but I definitely see this a lot with people that aren't in business because it's, they're just not as many examples. It feels like sometimes, Yep. yep. um, you commit to running your business and making your business what you want it to be and being your dream business. And you really can create it. And that's exciting. It's such, I, and I love that that popped out to you because it's, it's definitely been a theme. And I really feel like a lot of businesses are not successful because they're living in the preferences and preferences are things like, well, it would be nice if this business worked. It would be nice if I had this vibe in my business. It would be nice if I enjoyed my business in this kind of a way. It would be nice if I had dreamboat clients and guess what? That's not where energy flows. That's not where the manifestation of that flows. That's not where the abundance of that flows. That's a preference. You are living in the preference. If you make a decision like this is how my business is going to be, like for you, for example, this business is going to be vibey and I'm going to freaking love every bit of it. Or another person, this business is going to be a nine figure business or whatever. Like that's a decision. And once you make a decision, then literally everything in the universe lines up to get you there. Like things just start lining up, things start happening for you. You start seeing evidence of it falling into place and you're like, oh my God, it's happening because you made a decision. Preferences are just preferences. They're, they're, they're not powerful. And in fact, they will tech, they will keep you out of the game, not just take you out of the game. They'll keep you out of the game. I love how you word that this whole preferences thing. I, that's so interesting. I haven't really thought about it like that before. I love it. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I've followed so many different people. I'm pretty sure that's a Tony Robbins thing that I learned a while back, um, preferences versus decisions, but gosh, it's so powerful. It's been so powerful in my life and I I teach it all the time now. Well, I like, even just hearing you say that it, it clicks instantly of like, I can see how 
the difference between when I've actually hit, even if we're just talking about a money goal, like, mm-hmm. um, the difference between when I've hit a money goal and when I haven't. And like, if you're thinking about even just journaling, right? Like I'm sure pretty much everyone who listens to this has journaled. Yeah. <laughs> like we're all journaling. Okay. And it's, <laughs> it's like, there's such a difference between like, when you write out those affirmations of how much money you make or what goals you hit. And it's like a difference between when it just kind of feels like, oh yeah, that'd be nice. Or that'd be dreamy. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm doing this. Like I'm committed to making this happen. Mm-hmm. And you can do that with anything, money goal or not. It doesn't matter. But you can you definitely have to feel into that. Like, what are you making a decision? And as Kate says, maybe Tony Robbins. <laughs> what are you <laughs> references? Well, he I, I'm pretty sure that's where I got it. And he's also someone where he's like, go teach, go teach this to everyone. Like yes. you just want everyone to, to do it. And, and yes. So yeah. Oh my gosh. So what would you say to someone who's listening to this, who is like, okay, I'm making the decision. I'm going to do this. Thank you, Kate. I'm getting out of my own way. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to stop making all these reasons why I can't have the business I want since Taylor's a business coach and I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Now what? Like, do you have a tip or a couple of tips for someone that's ready to start that business? And they may be stylists, or maybe they're just doing some other type of business that feels kind of, um, unique, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would say if you've like truly, again, I mean, not for us to harp on this or anything, but it is, it is a absolute gasoline to your car here. You got to make the decision first. It's not like, well, okay, let me see what that would be like. Like you have to just make the decision. And, you know, another mentor taught me done is better than perfect and just do it, just do it. And I even teach this with, oh, excuse me. (laughs) swallow my own air. I even teach this with students who are trying to figure out their ideal clients. You don't actually know you have an idea, but you don't actually know until you do it. For example, when I first started my styling business, because I'd been in the world of science and medicine, I had said to myself, okay, obviously I want to work with doctors because I know that world. I I know what they're doing. I know what their day-to-day life is. You know, that's the world I've been in most of my life. So that's obviously who I want to work with. And then I started working with them and I was like, this is not the vibe for me (laughs) because although I am obsessed with doctors and, and what they do and, oh my God, especially this year, like so much love and gratitude goes to those doctors and healthcare workers. And at the same time, I realized I wanted to work in style in a more creative way where I could be fun and different and every shoot would look different and, you know, just really lean into that artistic side of it. But I wouldn't have known that until I started. So I didn't sit and wait to like, oh, I need to figure out exactly who my ideal client is before I can even start working with someone. No, you just go and you do it. I made the decision that it was going to work. So here's what I did. I had my part-time jobs. I was doing my things that I needed to do to pay the bills and was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to be stupid. I'm not going to not have money to pay my bills. So you got to have money to pay your bills, but then you have to give yourself, you know, some sort of a goal to reach that once I hit this goal, I'm going to do this full-time or, or if it's, you never want to do it full-time and you want to do it part-time, this is your goal of when that's going to happen, but you make it a decision and it's not a preference. Now, Mine was expedited, which tends to happen with me in the universe. It's like this funny thing we have going on. It was like, okay, I'm going to build this business, you know, on the side. And once I feel comfortable, well, then I broke my ankle and I was bartending at the time. So Mm. (laughs) I was bartending and I was doing makeup. Both you need to be able to stand. (laughs) And I was no longer able to stand. (laughs) 
so it expedited my process where I was like, all right, well, now I am laid up with a broken ankle and all I can do now is stare at my computer. So let's build this business. So mine was expedited, but yours doesn't have to be a broken ankle. Yours could be, you make the decision, you go after it and you just start doing it. Like don't wait for you know, everything to feel perfect. Building a business, starting a business is kind of like, I think having a baby. It's never like, oh my God, I've got all the time in the world now to have a baby. This is wonderful. I'm not doing anything else except child rearing. Like, no, I don't, most women these days, that's not the situation. Even you, Taylor, like we were so excited for baby Ruby, but you're also building a business. You're also running a business, right? And you're married. And so there's never like the absolute perfect situation and perfect time. So just do it. You knew you were passionate about having a baby. So you just did it. You know, you did it anyway. It's the same thing with a business. You've got to, if you know, and here's what I'll say, here's my little caveat. This is something I learned from the doctors that, um, I was in charge of Basically when I worked at the hospital, I was in charge of the trainees and they used to say to me, Kate, medicine is something where if you are passionate about it and if you, you feel like, there's nothing else in life that would light me up or make me happy, then you got to do it. If there's anything else in life that would make you happy and light you up, go do that. And that's how I feel about entrepreneurship too. If you feel called to it and you feel like, I know I'm meant to have this business, whether it's a business coach, a stylist, a product-based business, whatever it is, if you know this is your calling and what you're meant to do, then you got to go do it and stop living in the preferences. If this is what's going to light you up and you know you are meant to impact, just start, just go. Start working with people, start getting out the kinks. If you feel like you need structure and support and mentorship and guidance, seek it out, go get it, invest in yourself, invest in your business. Because when you're investing in yourself and investing in your business, you are paving the way for people to invest in you. I love what you just said about that. That is so true. And I went to this event, obviously a long time ago, um, now, uh, in 2019 And there was a speaker at the event and it was really funny because I think this kind of happened and I was so, this sounds pointless, but I think it stood out to me so much because I was really supposed to pay attention to this person's talk, but it was like, there's this person who talked. I don't ever remember seeing them on the site to talk. Um, And then I never had heard of her. So I'm like, who is this person? I didn't know they were going to be here. I don't even know who they are. Um, and her name was Allison bird and she's awesome, Mm -hmm. but she talked at this event and she, and I, for like, forgive me if I totally butcher this, Allison, although you probably won't listen to this, but (laughs) what I heard and what I took from it and what I remember is she was talking about your why, which we've Mm -hmm. all heard some type of spiel on your why and you need a why and all that stuff. But she Mm -hmm. was saying like, your why is not what people tell you it is. It's not your kids. It's not these goals you have to do this or that. And she just, the way I took it was your why is that, that feeling inside of you that you have to do this. It's that like burning desire to do this. It's that it's just the desires because that feeling that you have to do this or that you're meant to do this or however it feels to you, isn't going to go away. Right. And I was like, oh my God, that is so true because I was at this event pregnant even, Mm -hmm. and it's still you know, and when I started my business, I didn't have kids or a family or anything. So it was like that stuff never really resonated with me. You know, like that wasn't what kept me going. Yeah. Really what did keep me going was just like, this is what I wanted to do. And that's even helped me hit different income numbers and different financial milestones because it's like, I'm going to 
keep wanting this. Yeah. So I might as well let myself go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you brought that up because you're exactly right. Your why can be, I just know I'm called to do this. I know. And everything else, like you're saying, you'll get more downloads on your why you'll get more downloads as things go on. And mine has grown and developed also. And if your why right now is, I just can't think about anything else. I'm obsessed with thinking about this. Then that's your why there is something in that that's your calling. And the other thing I see people do with their why is they make themselves wrong. If it's not like, you know, I want my, I want my daughter to grow up in a beautiful home. Like they feel bad if it's not something like that, if their why is truly underneath everything else, I want to make a fuck ton of money. They get like all kinds of like embarrassed or like feeling shameful. And I try to rework that every chance I can and say, girl, if you're, if that is your true why you have got to run with it because there's never been a better time in history where we have needed to show other women that you can make big money and that you can impact with that big money. If you are a beautiful, lovely, wonderful human, and that's who you are right now, money isn't going to change that. It's going to expand that. And how many more beautiful, lovely, wonderful women do we need in the world that have gobs and gobs of money showing other women how to do it? So if that's your why, let it be your why. People, especially women, need to see that. They need to see those examples. So your why gets to be what it truly is. And if it's just, I'm obsessed with starting this business, I'm obsessed with running this business, go for it. If it's, I want to make billions and billions of dollars, go with it. Like really let your why be truthful because when it's truthful and you really feel attached to it, you really feel aligned with it. Again, it expands because you're in alignment with it. I love it. That's so <laughs> I literally was journaling on this today. <laughs> so it's aligned. I'm just like, yes. Alignment. Total alignment. <laughs> Totally. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about like style and, um, how you show up in your business, you know, and it's something that I remember like when we first talked about me working with you Mm -hmm. and it was interesting because I was just kind of given the advice to that up-leveling my brand and getting a really good photo shoot would be a really good move for me. And mm-hmm. honestly, I was like, okay, I'll do it because I will just do like anything my coach told me to do. It. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's like, hire a stylist, get, hire this photographer. She'll know exactly who to hire. You and I were already kind of connected anyway. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly what phase that was, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, that didn't really resonate though but it was almost like I needed to be told to do it in that way to get me to do it. But I remember talking to you and I was in that phase, like right before I had like lost a lot of the weight that I gained growing my business and hustling. (laughs) Um, and it just felt like this chance to do something for me, but Mm -hmm. do you know what it really was looking back was, and I kind of said this earlier, but it really was how I stepped into my next level self And honestly, it wasn't even the photos that mattered or the brand that mattered or the sales page edits, like, or the clothes. It was just, I, I just stepped into a new version of me and I had been stuck in that like old news version of me that I didn't resonate with until Mm -hmm. I hired you and I did those things. So for me, that was the really impactful thing. But I guess what I want to ask you is what's your thought process? Like simply put, like, why should someone hire a stylist in their business? 
Yeah. I, I love that you're bringing that up too, because I remember you had, you know, your old pictures that you did. Cause I mean, you're a total rock star. Like you started your business while also full-time in college. Like you're, who does that? Right. And so you had those pictures from when you were like, okay, I need a couple pictures for my business. And you were like, that's just not, I don't even recognize that girl anymore. And <clears throat> you brought out a really good point just now, which is you'll never, a photo shoot is not, you know, shopping for the clothes, hiring a stylist, getting a photo shoot. It's never going to land or connect if you're like, I'm just doing it to tick a box because there is nothing more personal, personal or visible than really getting into what should I be wearing for the world to see. And it's not, you know, when you're thinking about hiring a stylist, it's not just a superficial thing. It's not just, oh, can you make me look pretty? It is truly bringing out what's happening to you on the inside, which is why going back to your point of what you were saying earlier, you know, every photo shoot that we've done together has evolved. Every photo shoot we've done together has been a little bit different every single time. And if we look back at all the photo shoots, while we could still use all of those images because they're stunning images, you can even see the evolution in your own brand. So a stylist is meant to bring out that next level version of you at that time and then capture it in beautiful photos that really you know, share your message with the world. So the clothes should be sharing your message. The way, the way you're showing up in the image should be sharing your message. It should be getting your ideal clients to come to you like wildfire, just magnetic. When they see the pictures, they're like, oh my God, you look so good. This is amazing. I love this picture. Because what the subconscious is seeing when they see that picture is what's possible for them. So they're seeing you with a beautiful smile and a, and a great look and all the things. But what their subconscious is seeing is, okay, she's done it. She's where I want to be. I think that means she could get me there too. So if we're able to connect where you are headed, how you're feeling right now, and put that in a picture via style, all of a sudden your clients are like, you are the one. This is who I need to work with. You've been there, done that, and you can get me there as well. And the other piece of that of why I talked about the evolution is I always say your style will, should, and will evolve over a period of time, even within months, because so does your business, by the way. If you see any business that has not evolved or grown or expanded, they're at a stunted place. There's nothing wrong with that, but they're at a stunted place and there's an opportunity for growth. It's the same with your style. If you're wearing the same thing you wore years and years ago, it's not a very good representation of who you are today because I guarantee you have grown and evolved. So there is an opportunity to allow yourself to step into that. That's why when people work with a stylist and, and do photo shoots and how you were feeling, it wasn't even about the pictures. It was like, I am stepping into this tailor that is next level version. And it feels good and it feels exciting but because it's aligned, because it's getting you one step closer to your next goal. So your stylist should be able to look at you and work with you and talk to you and bring out this next level version of you so that you are literally showing the universe, showing the world, showing source, showing God that you're serious and that you mean business and you're ready to show up as that version of yourself. And you're showing that to your ideal potential clients that this is possible for them too. Does that answer, does that answer your question? Yes. And <laughs> curious what you'll have to say about this, because this has my like 
type A side of my brain going where I'm like, okay, I want to get this stuff on the calendar. Like (laughs) what should we be doing and how often? Like, I I know there's probably not a right answer to that because for me, it's always just been like, I feel it when it's time to like change up the style or get a new photo shoot. But like, do you have some general advice, whether that is just the feeling or a timeline, like how often is our style probably evolving? And even just from your knowledge of, you know, I feel like you are very knowledgeable in branding because it's kind of what you do. It's just on the, yeah. um, mm-hmm. switching up our brand, getting new photos, like all of that. Yeah. This is such a good question. And it's a super common question. And I, I really like what you said a minute ago, which is you just do it and you feel it. I think if you're not getting pictures at least once a year, it's definitely, if you have a brand, if you have a business that is your brand, even if you're just using them on social, for example, on my website, I have gorgeous pictures that, um, one of my photographers took Carla Coulson. She's amazing. Um, took probably through, no, maybe even more four years ago at this point, but the, the images are just stunning and timeless. Like I could use them forever and ever because they're just, she, she does such a good job and every photographer I've worked with is just such a good job. So you get timeless photos that you can continue to use over and over again. But the other part of it is when you have a company that is also attached to you, especially in this day and age, when everyone is like, inside their homes. And the only way we can connect is virtually people want to get to know you and, and really understand you. So it is to your advantage to at least get images at least once a year. Um, I would say if even to just use them on social. And that was my example with the website, which is we use the same images that we used a long, you know, a long time ago on the website, but on social. So over on Instagram, if you follow us at follow us at at Kate Taylor stylist, you're going to see there's newer images of me there from like my Palm Springs event. And, um, last year when we were, Oh God, where was Savannah? Like all the different places, you're going to see more up-to-date pictures there because people want to get to know you. And if they're just seeing the same images that you've been posting for the past five years, and there's nothing new, you know, on your social, it seems like you're also not growing and evolving to their subconscious mind. So, and the other thing is, like I was talking about, your business will grow and evolve. And if you feel like how you're talking about, you know, I've really had some major growth. My business is going in a new direction or it's expanding or it's going into this up-leveled version. You want to get images of that so that your people are also seeing that. There, It's the visual representation. It gets the scroll, you know, people are scrolling. What's going to stop the scroll? What's going to capture their attention? And people like fresh new things. Now you don't just do it because people like it. You do it because you feel excited about it. So if the idea of doing a new photo shoot feels draining and exhausting, first I would ask you, you know, if if someone was asking me that, you know, should I do a shoot even if I feel drained and exhausted? My first question would be, do you have the right team to support you? Mm -hmm. Because nine times out of 10, it wouldn't feel exhausting and draining. If you had a rock star stylist that was helping you find the looks, you had a rock star photographer that's helping you find the locations. And all you had to do was show up and get glam nine times out of 10. That's not going to feel exhausting. If it does though, if you are the 1%, the one out of 10 that you're like, it's yeah, I've got great people, but it still feels draining and exhausting. Then it's not the right time because however you are feeling will come out in those pictures. So you want to make sure that you are in a place where you're like, I'm really excited to show this. I'm really excited to show this next level version of you, of me. I'm excited for my business to go to this next level version. If there's any part of you that feels like 
And not in the sense of like, I just don't like my picture taken. Like that's a whole nother, no, like that's a whole nother thing. I'm talking like it really doesn't feel aligned. Then don't do it just to do it. But if I'm to give like the type A rule of thumb, I would say at least once a year, new images, if just for social media. And then really as you feel growth and expansion and up level, get pictures, even if it's just little, you know, half day shoots or four look shoots or whatever, get some fresh new images so that your people can see that growth and evolution. Cause again, it's not about us. It's even my business where I'm training and teaching stylists. It's not about me. It's about my people. Same with you. You're taking these pictures, but it's, we're not even styling those pictures or taking those pictures for you. It's to show your people what's possible. So you got to realize what you're doing is for your, your calling for what you've been, you know, call put here to do. And, and it's our responsibility to show up and be visible to allow others to connect with us and do the work. I love what you said about, do you have the right team? Because I am introverted. I'm a projector in human design mm-hmm. and I have had shoots with, you know, you as the stylist and Wendy as the photographer. And she's like, I literally love working with her so much, but these are like big all day shoots, like up early, getting hair and makeup first thing in the morning and shooting at least eight hours, like all day. Yeah. Every time I am completely exhausted after, but it's like the best kind of exhausted. And it's like, all, every time I've had one of those days, they have been so transformative on their own. And it's almost like they lock in the style work that you and I have done beforehand. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, almost like that just completes the transformation. They're so powerful. Yeah. And I will say I have done photo shoots in all the ways I've styled myself. I've hired, um, like cheaper, newer college student photographers. I've my sister or my bestie take photos of me. And then I've paid for like $5,000 photo shoots, not counting the stylist. And every time I go all in on it, it is the only time it's actually transformative and they turn out exceptionally better. (laughs) It's so worth it. Like literally if you are in the mindset of investing and, and letting the money flow and you're already growing your business and stuff, like just do it once a year, at least. Um, I think my sweet spot is definitely depending on life. Like honestly, for me, probably two times a year, like a legit, really nice transformative photo shoot. And that is going to cost, but it's so worth it. And little benefits too, that are silly that I never thought I would say. It's like, honestly, if you want your, um, algorithm to start working and your engagement to boost, go Mm -hmm. get some new photos because people freak out over new photos. It's kind of funny. But like literally your engagement will go, go up like crazy. And I hadn't quite thought about what you were saying, Kate, about how, like, even just subconsciously it's allowing people to see your growth and like acknowledge that they want that growth too. Mm -hmm. I really think that that is so true. It, it is so true. And that's, I love that, you know, your sweet spot definitely is two times a year. I would agree with that. And Here's, here's the fun thing too. When you are getting these high level photo shoots and and you're really seeing the transformation, you're experiencing the transformation. And always we know as mentors and coaches, we go through it first so we can show other people. So if you are allowing yourself to go to a next level transformation and to, you know, go through this photo shoot, get the images again, you're investing in yourself. You're investing into your business. So then you are paving the way. The law of give and receive is, you know, I'm giving this. So now I know I'm going to receive it as well. 
meaning I'm investing in myself. So I am showing my clients that they can also invest in themselves by way of getting their own photo shoot or by way of hiring you as their coach or as their mentor or whatever. You're showing them what's possible by way of investment. And it's a very smart thing to do if you really believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing. Invest in yourself, get the transformative feeling. And like you're saying, you know, when you have the right team around you, it actually is, it can be a very long day, but it can be so powerful. Uh, you know, you, it can be, I will tell you, you have a full five, a full eight hour shoot where you're smiling and moving and doing all the things. By the end of the day, you're, you have such a next level respect for models where you're like, holy crap, <laughs> how do they, how do they do this all the day, all day, every day? But you also get to just be loved on and cared for when you have the right team. So you're not feeling like awkward and wonky. It's like you got a stylist watching every part of the clothes. You've got the photographer that's making sure the purse is in the right place. Like you have a team rallying around you, believing in you and cheering you on and knowing that these images are next level for you. And then you get these images back and it's like, oh my gosh, we captured it. We got it. We got the pictures. And exactly what you said about new people seeing those new pictures, they freak. Like algorithms go crazy. They're like, oh my God pictures. Like it's, it's like Christmas for them. I just think that's so funny how, how it really is true. Like you'll get so many likes when you start putting out new photos (laughs) and it's such a silly thing to say, but like there is actually real marketing benefits of that. But anyway, I think it's funny. Um, and I think also those likes are very, you know, telling like if they're, you got to pay attention to what people are liking. And if they're liking new images, it means you're giving them some hope. It means you're giving them some sort of certainty, some sort of light in this dark place. And great. If they're liking it, keep it going. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So spot on. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I think we've touched on everything, like growing your business. If you're not a business coach and the photo shoots and the styling, like every single thing that I wanted to make sure we shared with everyone. So thank you so much for sharing all this. It's so good. And if somebody's listening, whether they are stylists wanting to grow their business or they need to hire you as a stylist or whatever it may be, where can they follow you, connect with you, all of that? Yeah. Really good question. So I'm basically at Kate Taylor stylist and all the things Instagram is the best way to follow our most up-to-date, uh, happenings over there. So if we're doing a challenge for those of you that are fashion stylists and you want to grow your businesses, we will be doing a handful of challenges this year. So that's going to be the best way to get the most up-to-date information on Instagram at Kate Taylor stylist. It's also my website. If you want to check us out, kttaylorstylist.com and I mean, now we've got clubhouse happening. I'm Kate Taylor style on there. Stylist was too long for them, but I'm at Kate Taylor stylist and all the things except for Twitter and clubhouse, which is Kate Taylor style. I love it. Simple, 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 make it cohesive and easy. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, Kate. I hope everyone has enjoyed this and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye guys. I really 
hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.